0: Welcome to the Device Fast Five MedTech News Podcast, the show that keeps you up to date on the latest breakthroughs in medical technology, with the top five news stories to get your day started. Today is May 19th. I'm your host, Danielle Kirsch, and today I'm joined by my co-host, Sean Hooley. Today we're going to discuss a funding round for a new brain-computer interface company, an FDA clearance from Abbott, and Biosense Webster's new presidential appointment. First things, let's check in. Sean, how are you doing?
1: I'm doing well, Danielle. How are you? I'm also
0: doing all right. I say that as we didn't just have a whole conversation before <laughs> recording this, but you know.
1: Yeah, it's all good. Got some uh, apartment hunting troubles. Uh, that's that's all. But I, I, won't, I won't get too too into my personal life on here.
0: <laughs> well, without further ado, let's just jump into it. What's the first thing we need to know to get our day started today?
1: The first thing we need to know is that the FDA cleared an insertable cardiac monitor from Abbott. So another device that could potentially help people identify irregular heartbeats.
0: So what is the Assert IQ device? That's the one that was FDA cleared, right?
1: That's right. It's a small device with sensors that's inserted just under the skin of the chest. And Assert IQ provides constant real-time monitoring and can detect and identify arrhythmias that lead to symptoms like fainting, irregular pulse, and shortness of breath.
0: Interesting. It sounds like this offers healthcare professionals a valuable tool for long-time monitoring of patient heart rhythms. What exactly does it do?
1: Well, it uses Bluetooth technology to remain connected to a transmitter, which is actually usually the person's own cell phone and it checks heart rhythms every 20 seconds and transmits results in real time to the clinic's portal. Some models in the Assert IQ family also have remote programming options, enabling clinicians to adjust settings from afar, optimizing performance and limiting unnecessary alerts or transmissions, all without requiring the patient to visit the clinic.
0: Interesting. This sounds really accessible, especially being able to use it on your cell phone. How optimistic are executives at Abbott?
1: Leonard Ganz, uh Dr. Leonard Gans, excuse me, the VP of Medical Affairs and and chief medical officer at Abbott's cardiac rhythm management business said that until now, Insertable cardiac monitors have allowed for remote monitoring of patients but lack the longevity needed to monitor them long-term. And this offers physicians a connected health device that will help them provide the best care for their patients while making more accurate and informed treatment decisions.
0: Awesome. What's the next thing we need to know to get our day started?
1: The next thing is Paradromics raised $33 million and won an FDA breakthrough device designation nod for its brain-computer interface tech. So. We've been tracking the BCI space quite a bit. And for me anyway, this is a new name to enter the fold.
0: Yeah, I hadn't heard of this company before either, but we do like to keep our eye on BCI. So what exactly will this $33 million in funding go toward for the company?
1: Paradromics wants to use the funding to launch its first in-human clinical trial for its BCI tech, which is called the Connexus Direct Data Interface, or DDI.
0: And what does that tech do?
1: Connexus DDI enables communication for people with conditions like ALS, spinal cord injury, and stroke. So these conditions may cause severe motor impairment, affecting their ability to communicate. And the system's first application translates brain signals into speech and movement in real time. The assistive communication device restores social connection and enables independent engagement with technology.
0: Interesting. This substantial investment kind of reflects the growing interest and potential of brain-computer interfaces and revolutionizing the way we interact with technology and understand the human brain. That being said, what are some of the other companies that are in this space?
1: Absolutely. Uh, you have BlackRock Neurotech, a long-time standby in the space. Uh, then you have Synchron, a company with a different approach, a minimally invasive endovascular procedure that rivals the standard brain surgery in BCIs. There's Elon Musk's Neuralink, which has the obvious big name backing, but has hit some hurdles along the way, both with regulatory and some outside things like animal cruelty regulations and things of that nature. And we also recently covered another company that, like Paradromics, I had never heard of Cognixion that uses assisted reality in its BCI. So the list continues to grow.
0: Awesome. And now let's move on to some heart news. What else do you have for us?
1: More good heart news or good news for a regular heart rhythm technology is the FDA approved the next generation microport CRM pacemakers.
0: And what makes these next gen devices different from the company's previous iterations?
1: the company said that they are the longest lasting pacemakers for their size on the market today. They have a volume of just 11cc and a projected longevity of 13 years. They also feature something called auto MRI mode, which increases the safety and quality of life when undergoing MRI examinations. Patients only need to visit their cardiologist once within 10 days before they scan to activate this mode. Once it's programmed, upon entering the MRI field, the pacemaker automatically switches into auto MRI mode. And then after the exam, the device reverts back to its initial settings. And this all improves the workflow for both the patients and the medical staff.
0: And so furthermore, what do those devices do? Well,
1: in addition to their heart rhythm management capabilities and MRI capabilities, they use MicroPort CRM SmartView Connect, a home monitor placed next to the bed, which especially offers ease of use to the elderly patient population. It gives this age group greater autonomy and involvement in their medical care. And the monitor automatically and regularly transmits cardiologists detailed reports on the functioning of the system and send time to sends timely alerts about abnormal rhythms like AFib or alerts triggered by patients experiencing symptoms.
0: That's convenient. What are executives at the company saying?
1: Amir Mahmood, the VP of America's for MicroPort CRM, said that since launching the company's first pace more than 50 years ago. Companies continue to develop pioneering cardiac technologies, culminating with this FDA approval for the Elysia and Celia pacemaker systems. The team has worked tirelessly to develop a device that not only improves patient outcomes, but provides convenience and peace of mind for patients and their families.
0: And we have some more diabetes news to share.
1: That's right. Uh, new studies supported the smart blood glucose meter from LifeScan. So a nice little uh, combination of both hardware and software is LifeScan's Digital diabetes management platform also comes into play here.
0: And so, what exactly did that study prove?
1: The study produced evidence for more than 55,000 people with diabetes demonstrating sustained improvements in their readings in range over 180 days when using a combination of LifeScan's one touch blood glucose meter and diabetes management app.
0: So, I mean, there's an obvious answer to my next question, but what does this mean for people living with diabetes?
1: Well, I suppose it means that particularly the study said people with type 2 diabetes could see sustained clinically significant improvements. These improvements occurred when engaging in just one to two one-touch reveal mobile app sessions per week, LifeScan said. They performed one to two meter checks per day over 180 days. Results included reduced mean glucose by 20 milligrams per deciliter and improved readings and range by 12%, while hyperglycemic readings reduced by 12.2% for those with type 2 diabetes company saw similar glycemic outcomes for those with type 1, but they said that the type 2 improvements registered as more clinically meaningful in fewer sessions each week.
0: Sounds like this device kind of empowers individuals with diabetes to monitor their blood glucose levels accurately and conveniently. What are executives at the company saying?
1: Dr. Elizabeth Holt, the head of global medical, clinical and safety at LifeScan, said that at the very least, the findings from the study should prompt people with either type 2 or type 1 diabetes to discuss with their healthcare provider if and how they could benefit more from using the smart blood glucose meter and its companion mobile app.
0: Awesome. It sounds like the company is aiming to improve the quality of life for people living with diabetes and enable better control of their condition. And the last thing we have for today.
1: Yeah, we have... Johnson & Johnson's Biosense Webster gets a new president. Now, Danielle, I know you've spearheaded effort within our company to amplify women in med tech. So this is obviously great news. And Jasmina Brooks now takes over the uh, Biosense Webster business at Johnson & Johnson.
0: And what was she doing before this appointment?
1: Before this appointment, Brooks was the VP of Global Strategic Marketing at Biosense Webster. So it is an internal appointment or promotion. She worked with cross-functional and international teams to set the strategy and shape the company pipeline to drive growth, market share and profitability. She's been with the company since 2014, holding numerous roles within the global strategic marketing organization.
0: And as you mentioned, it's obviously, I've been covering women in medtech a lot, so it's always good to see another woman get into the C-suite. Who exactly is she replacing?
1: She succeeds Michael Bodner, who now serves as the global head of heart recovery for Johnson Johnson Medtech. But you know, it's uh, definitely a, a like-for-like replacement in terms of experience. She has more than 25 years of experience in the cardiovascular field uh, with a primary focus on electrophysiology. So seems like a perfect match for Biosense Webster.
0: And I'm sure executives at the company are excited to bring her aboard on the C suite.
1: Right. Celine Martin, the group chair for cardiovascular and specialty solutions at JJ MedTech, said that Jasmine Brooks is a well-respected collaborative leader with a deep knowledge of the electrophysiology space, track record of successfully driving growth and market leadership, as well as a deep commitment to developing talent and fostering a culture of collaboration and inclusivity. She's dedicated her career to championing excellence in patient outcomes and solving unmet medical needs, and she'll continue to harness that passion in leading Biosense Webster's company, advances innovation solutions to help people with AFib live the lives they want.
0: Awesome. It sounds like she has a wealth of experience and a strategic vision to position Biosense Webster for continued growth and impact in the field of cardiac electrophysiology. That's all we have for today. Once again, thank you for your reporting throughout the day and joining me on this this Mm -hmm. podcast.
1: My pleasure. And again, to remind the readers, you can read more on the Mass Device website, all of our coverage on these stories and check out the show notes at MassDevice.com slash podcast.
0: And please connect with us online. I'm on Twitter at Danielle underscore Kirsch, K-I-R-S-H and the same name on LinkedIn. Where can the people connect with you, Sean?
1: You can connect with me on LinkedIn, Sean, S-E-A-N, Hooli, W-H-O-O-L-E-Y.
0: Subscribe to the Mass Device Fast Five wherever you listen to podcasts and share this episode. Join us Tuesday for your daily MedTech News Roundup. Thank you for listening.